What's up everybody and welcome to another episode of Wrestling With Jonas um, and this is episode 28 and this week like most weeks we're going to be focusing on uh, NXT and NXT UK uh, this week looking at the episodes on the WWE Network from the 27th of February. Uh, before we do, I uh, just want a, a little bit of a, a plug for some of my social media pages. If you want to follow Wrestling With Jonas on social media, you can do. Uh, first of all, we've got a Facebook group. Simply go onto Facebook, search Wrestling With Jonas, and uh, you can be part of all of the news stories that appear on uh, that Facebook group on a daily basis. You can follow us on Twitter at withjohners underscore pod or you can find us on instagram just simply go onto instagram and uh, search wrestling with johnners uh, we are there uh, we, we try to update our instagram page uh, once or twice every day let's uh, get into our top three news stories of the week It was officially announced today that Ilya Dragunov, Kaylee Ray, Jazzy Gabbert and Primate Jay Melrose along with Oliver Salter uh, was, have officially signed with the WWE and uh, the NXT uh, UK brand. WWE.com noted that the five wrestlers are joining the company's UK Performance Centre in North London. Dragunov made his NXT UK debut in a dark match at last weekend's tapings in Coventry. Um, he's a stand-up wrestler from WXW. I've spoken about Dragunov before. And he's also appeared for uh, PWG and Progress, of course. Uh, so for those of you that follow the podcast, you've probably heard me review one or two of Dragunov's matches. Kaylee Ray and Gabbert were introduced to the NXT UK audience when they were shown front row at NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool last month or in January. And both wrestlers were, were participants in the Mae Young Classic in 2017. You may also remember that Kaylee Ray wrestled uh, quite a few matches on the NXT brand um, before before um, joining the World of Sports uh, ITV uh, wrestling organisation. Uh, I don't think that's uh, going to be around for too much longer. Um, but Kaylee Ray made her official NXT UK in-ring debut this last weekend's tapings over in Coventry um, and also featured the debut of former May Young Classic uh, entrance Piper Niven, uh, more famously known as Viper. And I was uh, waxing lyrical about how excited I am for Piper, Piper Niven for Viper to be part of the NXT UK brand on last week's show. Then there's uh, Jazzy Gabbert. Uh, Gabbert was set to sign with the WWE after her appearance to the Mayan Classic two years ago, um, but a neck injury disqualified her from being able to sign her contract. Uh, Gabbert um, underwent neck surgery in January of 2018 and uh, has now been re-signed with the organisation. So fantastic news. I know that during the Mayan Classic uh, tapings in 2017, she was massively over with the audience and was pretty much uh, one of the one of the standout uh, talents to really get over over the uh, over the tapings there in 2017. Uh, Melrose um, has already wrestled a few times for NXT UK on episodes, and uh, he's, he's teamed with uh, the Wild Boar Mike Hitchman on a couple of those shows. It was also announced over the last few days that Progress World Champion Walter will face the Atlas Division Champion Trent Seven in a unification match at Alexander Palace in London uh, in May of this year, so on Sunday, May the 5th. That's the second day of Progress's Super Strong Style 16 tournament. Uh, Walter has been the, their world champion, Progress's world champion, since winning the title from Travis Banks in July of last year, uh, while Seven has held the Atlas title since defeating Doug Williams in September at the Hello Wembley show. 
The Atlas Championship was introduced in 2016 as a title for wrestlers over £205, £205. Um, this year's Super Strong Style 16 tournament is taking place at the Alexander Palace where it uh, takes place most years from May the 4th through to the 6th. Uh, Travis Banks, Ilya Dragunov and Trevor Lee have already confirmed uh, that they will be part of the tournament with the winner receiving a future Progress title shot. Walter, uh, Travis Banks and Trent Seven, Ilya Dragunov are part of the NXT UK uh, roster, of course, while Trevor Lee has reported to the WWE Performance Centre in Orlando, Florida earlier this month. The final bit of news, um, it uh, might not be fantastic news for big fans of Tommaso Ciampa. It does sound, according to reports, like he's suffering with quite a serious neck injury. And it was um, serious enough to keep him out of Monday Night Raw and Smackdown Live uh, last week, where he was meant to be um, accompanying Johnny Gargano down to the ring in, in his previously advertised match with Cesaro, which didn't go ahead in the end. Um, so what does this mean for Tommaso Ciampa? Obviously he's been uh, taken off the road, not doing any house shows, obviously not going to be seen on Raw or Smackdown for a little while. Um, but more pressingly, for those of you who do follow the NXT TV show, which we will be covering in this podcast, uh, certainly the most recent episode, they are building towards uh, qu quite a, a big show, WrestleMania weekend on uh, Friday of WrestleMania weekend, you've obviously got the NXT TakeOver New York show, um, and Tommaso Ciampa is scheduled to be defending his title, his uh, NXT championship on that show. Um, however, with a, with a neck injury, like I say, he's sidelined at the moment, it does sound pretty serious. Um, Tommaso Ciampa was obviously on the shelf for quite a while with a leg injury, um, which uh, he finally uh, did recover from and made his... NXT return against Johnny Gargano in that epic main event match at NXT TakeOver New Orleans last year. Now the question is, will he be fit enough to defend his championship against whomever at uh, this year's kind of WrestleMania TakeOver uh, event in New York? And it's going to be taking place in Brooklyn at the Staples Center. Um, you know, there's obviously been a big feud um, over the last couple of years between him and Gargano. They do appear to be kind of on the same page. Uh, we'll talk more about that um, in a few short minutes. Um, but that is the kind of the rumoured main event is Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. Um, now, with neck injuries, you obviously can't take any chances. Um, there, are, you know, there are reports that he's he's resting up, trying to get over and recover from the neck injury whatever that might be um by by just just resting and recuperation and hopefully will be fit and well uh, for wrestlemania weekend however you know he may he may be in a position where he, he may not be fit enough he may not may have to vacate the championship um so it could lead to quite interesting times um over the next four or five weeks leading up to wrestlemania and will he or won't he be fit enough to defend his championship um, unfortunately, it's, it couldn't have happened at a, a worse time for Tommaso Ciampa uh, with him just debuting on the main main roster, Raw and SmackDown, of course. And if he's having to have time off or dare we say if he's having to have uh, an operation, whether it be now or after WrestleMania, it is going to leave him on the shelf for quite a few months. Let's hope that um, he's able to recover enough or be... Uh, cleared to wrestle in time for NXT TakeOver New York to defend his championship 
against whoever that might be, whether it be Gargano or somebody else um, on the, the, the Friday of the WrestleMania weekend, and then potentially to have the, uh, the, the operation if that is what's required after WrestleMania and give him time to kind of heal, recover and come back and hopefully not lose his place in the shuffle, whether it be on NXT or back on the main roster. We'll have to see how this injury affects his, affects his push in the short term um, and the long term. So that's kind of the top three news stories as I have it um, at the moment. Let's have a look at NXT from the 27th of February. first match on the show uh, kicks off with um, Tyler Bate versus Jack Gallagher. So this is uh, a match that I've been looking forward to since it was announced uh, last week. This is the first time that we've seen Jack Gallagher on NXT or NXT UK since the Royal Albert Hall specials from last June. Um, and as mentioned on the TV show by Nigel McGuinness, this should be a technical masterclass. Gallagher starts the match with a head scissors, uh, which Bates is able to escape from with a neat little kip up. Gallagher continues the offence with a cloverleaf-style leg lock, but Bate counters with a hammerlock on his opponent. Gallagher goes for another leg lock before punishing Bates with a modified bow and arrow. Plenty of ground-based offence from these two men, as you would expect. Harking back to the good old days of British wrestling, Bates is finally able to get to a vertical base, allowing him to start mixing it up with some uppercuts before going after and attacking Gallagher's left arm. Gallagher is able to able to transition off of Bates' airplane spin into another leg lock, which Bates is able to escape from with a rope break. Uh, in an entertaining moment, Bates and Gallagher enter into a series of rolling pinning attempts, uh, which both men take turns in getting the one count on uh, in an entertaining sequence there for the fans. Uh, with both men very dizzy from the previous uh, exchange, Bates rolls Gallagher up, um, for a quick pinfall victory and another win for the big strong boy. I would like to have seen these two go for another five minutes uh, with the match barely getting warmed up in my opinion but these two put on an entertaining and quite a unique style of match uh, that you wouldn't normally see inside a WWE ring, um, certainly not uh, in today's era and I wouldn't mind seeing more from these two together in a WWE ring in the future. We see a few of the NXT UK talent in the ring at the UK Performance Centre, along with trainer Robbie Brookside, when the Irish ace Jordan Devlin attacks Travis Banks from out of nowhere, leading to a brawl between these two superstars. We then see a video package highlighting the ring general Walter ahead of his much-anticipated match tonight with Cassius Ono. Eddie Dennis is giving a selfie promo at the UK PC where he asks the question, what happens to Eddie Dennis after his defeat at NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool? Dennis tells us that this time last year, he had ruptured his right pectoral muscle. He couldn't wrestle and he couldn't feed his own family, but he still signed a contract with the WWE in May of last year. Dennis says that when he returns, he comes back more violent, more vicious and more vindictive than ever before and he will take down everyone one by one. Then we get the match that I've been looking forward to on this episode, Cassius Ono versus the ring general, Walter. These two big men enter into a test of strength to start the match before Walter floors Ono with a huge shoulder block and a big boot taking Ono to the outside. Walter takes the match to Ono, lifting, uh, lifting him up and planting him solidly onto the ring apron with a huge slam. 
Once back inside the ring, Ono lays in several stiff forearms to Walter in the corner before applying a cravat, which Walter is able to get out of um, with a huge slam to his opponent. Both men enter into a striking exchange before Walter chops Ono's back before nailing a German suplex, a big boot in the corner and a seated senton for a two count for the big Austrian. Ono rocks Walter with a huge forearm to the face before attempting a moonsault, completely missing its target. Walter doesn't uh, miss, however, with a massive dropkick before finishing the match with his trademark powerbomb for the 1-2-3. That was a really fun match between these two big men which once again had the potential to go another five minutes in my opinion. However, for what it was, this was a fun match and as you would expect, a very hard hitting one uh, with both big men giving as good as they got from each other. But another deserving win for Walter against his possibly toughest opponent to date since joining the NXT UK brand back in January. It was announced that uh, Walter will be facing Pete Dunne uh, for his WWE UK Championship at the Coventry Tapings back last weekend and they will be going up against each other at NXT TakeOver New York on April the 5th. So we'll talk more about the how the lineup for NXT TakeOver New York is shaping up after uh, uh, the NXT portion of this episode uh, but it is definitely shaping up and some mouth-watering matches with this um, almost certainly going to be one of the standout matches at TakeOver New York. Next week on NXT UK TV, we're going to see Liguero versus Joseph Connors. Um, haven't we seen those two go at it a few times before? Nevertheless, I'm sure that'll be a fun and entertaining match. We'll also get to see Jordan Devlin versus Travis Banks in the first ever Falls Count Anywhere match on NXT UK TV. Next up, we have the grizzled young veterans, Zach Gibson and James Drake versus Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch. So... This is a title match that's been building for the last few weeks now. And once again, this should be a fun match between these two these two teams and four solid in-ring performers. This match really gets going when Drake runs Lorkin into the ring post uh, following a Zach Gibson distraction before showing off their well-oiled double-team offence on the injured only Lorkin. Gibson and Drake take turns to punish Lorkin, with Gibson getting a two count from a back suplex. Lorkin eventually manages to get the hot tag to Danny Birch, dishing out punishing German suplexes to the tag champs before executing an excellent missile dropkick from the top rope to James Drake before nailing a knee strike to Drake for a two count. Gibson gets a close near fall uh, with a ticket to ride on Birch uh, from the uh, top turnbuckle and after a couple of stiff headbutts to both Gibson and Drake, the pair of Lorkin and Birch nail a doomsday device on James Drake, only for Gibson to enter into the ring to throw Lorkin onto his own partner to break up the pinning attempt. Lorkin applies a single-legged Boston Crab on Drake, while Gibson applies the Shankly Gates on Birch uh, for dueling submission holds. Lorkin ends up slapping Gibson hard across the face before dropping James Drake with a running uppercut. Then, to the loud appreciation of the fans in attendance, Lorkin executes a, a, a massive somersault dive over the top rope, taking out both of the heel opponents on the outside. Back in the ring, and uh, Birch and Lorkin hit a high-angle DDT on James Drake, but only for a two-count. But the end of the match comes with Drake and Gibson hitting their ticket to Mayhem double-team for the 1-2-3 and a hard-fought title defence for the NXT UK Tag Team Champions. 
that was a really fun match for the NXT UK tag titles. Uh, you knew going in that this was going to be a fun and action-packed match with only Lorcan and Danny Burch. Uh, you know exactly what you're going to get with those two. Uh, you're not going to get flashy moves, gimmicks or costumes, but you are going to get stiff, no-nonsense wrestling from Birch and Lorcan. Their match of the year candidate with the Undisputed Era from TakeOver Chicago last year was outstanding and their match here against Drake and Gibson was a lot of fun. So definitely a match to go out of your way to watch between these two, uh, two of the best tag teams around at the moment in my opinion. But here we see a successful title defence from the Grizzled Young Veterans uh, and this also draws a close to the NXT UK tapings from Arizona. Next week uh, NXT UK will be the first of the tapings from Coventry which should also feature that Falls Count Anywhere match between Travis Banks and Jordan Devlin. NXT from Full Sail from the 27th of February. Uh, this Week's episode of NXT kicks off with an appearance from Johnny Gargano. Uh, there's a very strong and positive uh, reception from the full sale faithful for Gargano as he comes out to the ring. Johnny says that this has been a pretty interesting couple of weeks. He says that not only has he shown the WWE Universe uh, what NXT is all about as one of the newest members of the Raw and SmackDown roster, but last Wednesday night... In this very ring, he had one of the toughest matches of his career against Velveteen Dream. After TakeOver Phoenix, he came out here and told everyone that he was back. Uh, but when he had his first test as a champion, he failed. He failed himself and more importantly, he failed all of the fans. The fans started to chant Johnny Failure. Uh, Johnny goes on to say that he enjoys when you guys chant Johnny Champion a little more uh, because he still feels like a champion. But the harsh reality is that he doesn't have a championship anymore. Johnny then takes a moment and says that the only reason he has had any success around here, but before he could finish the sentence, is interrupted by the perfectly timed music of Tommaso Ciampa. Nigel McGuinness on commentary asks if Tommaso is that reason. Tommaso says that this is about you and I. We both learned over the last week or so that Johnny Gargano is better with Tommaso Ciampa in his life. When you and I step inside that ring, the outcome has always been decided. We win. Tommaso continued by saying that when you had to defend your NXT North American Championship last week, I offered to help you and you chose to go it alone and you lost. Tommaso went on to say that it took Johnny a year and a half to realise that we need each other. Tommaso then brings up the Dusty Classic. And that's where the magic started for us. And this year's winners get an NXT tag team title opportunity at TakeOver New York. That could be our moment. And just like TakeOver Phoenix, TakeOver New York ends the same way. Tommaso says that at the end of TakeOver New York, you and I could be standing side by side as champions. Tommaso extends his hand, which Johnny Gargano shakes as the fans chant DIY to end this segment. This has to end in Johnny Gargano going over as uh, NXT champion. He has to be Tommaso Ciampa's opponent at TakeOver New York. God willing, uh, Tommaso Ciampa is fit and well to defend his championship. It would be a perfect bookend to this fantastic storyline that's lasted close to two years now, surely. However, for now, uh, Tommaso is, is playing a very interesting game with Gargano, making out uh, how Johnny is only successful when Tommaso is around. When he is around, 
as well as trying to detract the focus away from his NXT championship and getting Johnny to think and focus about the Dusty Classic and the possibility of winning the tag titles at NXT TakeOver New York. Very clever very clever from Tommaso, and I can't wait to see what happens over the next couple of weeks to get us to WrestleMania weekend. We then see Ricochet backstage with Kathy Kelly. Ricochet says that he has his sights set on the Undisputed Era, and he and Alistair Black will be teaming together to go after the Undisputed Era in the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. This could also explain why we've been seeing a lot uh, more of Ricochet and Black teaming together of late. Uh, but with the way that the TakeOver card is shaping up, this might also be how we see Ricochet and Alistair Black actually get onto the NXT TakeOver New York card. We see uh, backstage clips of Mia Yim warming up for a match uh, later on when she goes up against Shayna Baszler. Then we get backstage footage of Tommaso and Johnny leaving the arena via a side door, only to see a disapproving Candice LeRae standing there with arms folded. Tommaso walks away, wanting to know part of this domestic. Candice asks again her, I hope you know what you're doing. Johnny says that she needs to trust him. She just needs to trust him, he says. Interesting. Could Johnny have a plan? And could he be the one playing the mind games after all with Tommaso Ciampa now? Then we get a match between Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah versus Tainara Conte and Zaya Lee. So Conte decks Vanessa Bourne with a bicycle kick to the face to start the match. Conte applies a knee bar to Bourne while hanging upside down in the ropes before pulling Aaliyah off the ring apron. Bourne lays in a beating onto Conte in the corner, including some stiff kicks and slaps across the face and a Bronco Buster before tagging out to Aaliyah, where Bourne and Aaliyah hit a double team manoeuvre for a two count. Aaliyah puts Tonara Conti in a straight jacket, but Conti is eventually able to tag out to Zaylee, who goes to work with some very effective martial arts kicks. The match comes to an end when Bourne and Aaliyah execute their slightly clunky neckbreaker backbreaker combo for the eventual pinfall victory. This was slightly better than I was expecting going in, uh, and I was uh, it was actually nice to see four undercard talents get to have a fairly competitive match. I did enjoy the fighting spirit of Tanara Conti and Zaya Lee, uh, displaying some useful offence before being pinned by the heel combo. Um, it was also nice to see Aaliyah get a win after being in developmental for many years, with many people wondering why she's still even employed um, in NXT. We then see some footage from earlier in the day where the Velveteen Dream is approached by some reporters outside to be asked what his week has been like since winning the North American Championship from Johnny Gargano. He is soon interrupted by the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kylie Riley and Roddy Strong. Adam Cole says that he doesn't know what experience the Velveteen Dream is on about because the only experience he is going to know about is Adam Cole winning the North American Championship from the Velveteen Dream. Dream says, well, such a big mouth on such a little man. The Dream was wondering how big your mouth is when your entourage is not around. Dream says that he's a North American champion and that he doesn't have time for Adam Cole. In my opinion, the best thing about any of these Undisputed Era segments is Kyle O'Reilly every single time. His facial expressions and the uh, background chatter. This guy is a great character and this is something that he has developed um, because I don't think that he was always this funny. Uh, but much of it is in his mannerisms and silly facials 
he is certainly one of the best characters in the Undisputed Era, in my opinion, uh, which will hopefully help uh, to get this group over when they do eventually get the call up to the main roster. We then see a backstage dispute with Bianca Belair and Io Shirai, uh, which will likely lead to a match between these two to see who will eventually become the number one contender to Shayna's NXT Women's Championship. Then we get a match between Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic. Uh, Lee comes out to, mu to, to new music, uh, which definitely suits his character a bit more and ticks that box towards making him a more important star in NXT. Uh, you get the feeling that they do have big plans for Keith Lee once Ricochet, Gargano, Champa, and Black are no longer part of NXT storylines. Uh, Lee and Dijakovic have faced each other before, most notably in the Battle of Los Angeles from a couple of years ago, which was a stellar matchup between these two big men that can definitely go in the ring and do things that men of their size shouldn't be able to do. The match starts at a pace with both big guys uh, matching each other with a uh, test of agility. Keith Lee lands on his feet from a monkey flip from out of the corner from Dijakovic. Lee hits a double-handed chop to his opponent before Dijakovic hammers Lee with a series of stiff forearms. Lee fights back with a huge forearm of his own, followed by a huge pounce, sending Dijakovic halfway across the ring um, and upside down in the corner. Dijakovic stuns everyone with a choke slam on Lee for a huge two-count. However, Lee catches Dijakovic in midair with a double-handed chop, sending shockwaves not just through the body of his opponent, but uh, through the full sail arena before sending Dijakovic into outer space with an almighty slam uh, for a very close near fall there. There's a loud NXT chance as both men get back to their feet. Uh, there's a wicked tornado kick from Dijakovic to the face of Lee, followed by an awesome assay moonsault from Dijakovic to Lee on the rampway on the outside. Both men are struggling uh, to get back to their feet as the referee eventually counts to 10, resulting in a double count out. And this will almost certainly lead to a rematch and hopefully over WrestleMania weekend. Uh, I'll tell you more about how I think that takeover card will likely stack up towards the, the end of this episode. But that was an awesome match and the fans were 100% into everything that happened in the ring. Uh, cracking stuff. The next four teams to enter the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic have been announced and they are Ricochet and Alistair Black, Only Lorcan and Danny Birch, Mustache Mountain and finally DIY. They complete the brackets which also include the Street Profits, the Forgotten Sons, Undisputed Era and Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel. So the first round matches look a little bit like this. You've got Mustache Mountain versus the Street Profits, Only Lorcan and Danny Birch versus the Forgotten Sons, DIY versus uh, Undisputed Era and Alistair Black and Ricochet versus Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel. I can see Mustache Mountain pulling out uh, a win against the Street Profits to face Lorcan and Birch in the semi-final. Uh, in the second half of the draw, I can see Undisputed Era going over against DIY and Alistair Black and Ricochet beating Eichner and Bartel. It wouldn't surprise me uh, to see the team of Black and Ricochet going up against Mustache Mountain in the final, possibly, with Black and Ricochet booking their place in the match against the War Raiders at TakeOver New York on the 5th of April. Uh, that's my guess. What's yours? Let us know. We then get a tweet from William Regal announcing a match between Bianca Belair and Io Shirai to see who will face uh, Shayna Baszler at TakeOver New York for the NXT Women's Championship. Then Full Sail get a surprise with the return of the first time ever WWE Women's Tag Team Champions Sasha Banks and Bailey to a thunderous reception from the stunned and overwhelmed fans. Uh, Bailey gives superfan Izzy a hug. Uh, Banks says 
how good it is to be back holding the WWE Women's Tag Team titles and this is why you don't forget where you came from. Sasha says that their journey started in NXT. Bailey says that the last time Sasha and herself were in an NXT ring was at NXT TakeOver Respect in the main event in the first ever Iron Women's match. Bailey says that Bailey says that it's very important for them to share their titles with the full sale crowd, uh, that they want their titles to be the most sought after titles in all of the WWE, and that they will be defending their titles on Raw, on SmackDown, and right here on NXT. Bailey finishes by saying that the next time that they see them in NXT, they will be defending their titles there. That was a great moment for the fans at Full Sail, um, but it also appeared to be a fantastic moment for Sasha and Bailey as well. They looked genuinely happy to be back in front of the Full Sail fans, and that definitely showed in their promo. But what teams are there in NXT that could possibly go up against the Boss and Hug connection? You've got the Sky Pirates, of course, Curry Sane and Io Shirai. You've got uh, Jessamyn Duke and Rini Shafir. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing the Sky Pirates versus the Boss and Hug connection. Um, that would be a great match to have on a takeover in the future. Then we get the main event of this episode, Mia Yim versus Shayna Baszler. So this match um, has a big match feel um, going into it between these two ultra-talented superstars. Baszler misses a punch to the face of Yim, uh, which finds only canvas appearing to injure the champ's right hand. Yim connects with a beautiful dive through the ropes onto Baszler, and uh, that was a sweet dive that definitely rocked the champ. Mia Yim then throws Baszler into the steel ring steps before stomping Shayna's hand into the steps. Yim goes for one uh, more move, attempting to injure Baszler's hand further, only to run directly into the ring steps, injuring her own right knee in the process. Baszler then is relentless as she applies pressure on Yim's now injured leg with uh, stomps, adding extra insult to injury. Baszler applies the Carafuda clutch, but is unable to apply the move fully due to her hand injury from earlier on in the match. Yim executes a great-looking Tornado DDT, but is unable to capitalise as she is favouring her right leg. They then enter into a striking exchange before Yim nails Baszler with her eat to feet for a close two count. Baszler gets a two count of her own with a tilt-a-whirl slam. Yim then stuns the champ by hoisting Baszler up into a powerbomb for another two count. Baszler hits a wicked knee strike to the face of her opponent before applying the Carafuda clutch for a second time, this time forcing Mia Yim to tap out to the NXT Women's Champion. That was a great match and uh, really did what it was intended to do and that was to make Mia Yim look strong in defeat. And she definitely earned more of my respect by the end of this match and capped off a brilliant episode of NXT. Uh, from the opening promo from Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa through to the match between Keith Lee and the very impressive Dijakovic through to this main event match uh, we, that we've just witnessed. Some great selling from both wrestlers in a match that only went eight minutes, but easy could have gone double that. Let's have a little look at how the NXT TakeOver New York card is shaping up so far. So I mentioned at the uh, top of the show that Tommaso Ciampa is dealing with a neck injury. It is reported that he is recovering and trying to get fit and well for TakeOver New York next month. It's a bit touch and go, but he is still the NXT champion at the moment. And uh, according to the, the storyline, it is meant to progress with Tommaso Ciampa facing Johnny Gargano, or at least that's the way I see it uh, shaping up all being well. Then you've got the War Raiders facing the winner of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. 
for their NXT Tag Team Championships. I personally think it's going to be Alistair Black and Ricochet. Um, how else are you going to get them on the card? Otherwise, could we see a North American Championship match between the Velveteen Dream and Adam Cole? That's definitely a takeover worthy match. And I personally believe that Io Shirai will go up against Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship. It was announced at the NXT UK tapings in Coventry last weekend that Pete Dunne will be defending his WWE UK Championship against the ring general Walter. And that will be an amazing match. Uh, could that potentially be where Pete Dunne loses his championship? And then um, we are more than likely to see a rematch between Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic somewhere down the line. I think that would make a fantastic pre-show match uh, to kick TakeOver New York off on the 5th of April. So that pretty much wraps up this episode of NXT, uh, of NXT, NXT UK review on Wrestling With Jonas. I really hope that you've enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please don't forget to hit that subscribe and shout about this podcast. Like I always say, week after week, tell your friends, tell your family and keep listening to Wrestling With Jonas for all of your weekly NXT and NXT UK updates. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podbean, YouTube, Podcast Addict, Anchor, and pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. We are literally everywhere. Don't forget to email the show if you have any questions. Uh, just simply email wrestlingwithjohners at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at withjohners underscore pod. And on the Facebook group, just simply search Wrestling With Johnners. And even on Instagram, you can find us on instagram.com forward slash wrestling with Johnners. So I'll be back later on this week for another update on NXT and NXT UK. And uh, the next episode will also include my um, Fastlane previews, the next WWE pay-per-view. And it'll be the final WWE pay-per-view before WrestleMania, of course. So uh, it is shaping up to be quite a good Fastlane card. And I'll be previewing that in my next episode. But in the meantime... Take care, have a great week, and speak to you all soon. Thank you.